Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about the things in life that we love and hate. And although we rarely agree, we always try to find some common ground. Yes. And speaking of ground, this actually, no, this isn't going to translate. It's fine. I'm running with anyway. Speaking of ground, we're talking about, see, okay, I was thinking breaking ground and like building a house. We're talking about like all the different ways that millennials and nerds live. Yeah. Okay. So like either buying a house or renting an apartment or living at your parents. No judgment here. We're talking about it all. Yes. Um, And in case you didn't notice, I have a little bit of a cold. Don't worry, it's not coronavirus. I already checked. (laughs) And it's also not strep because I already checked. We don't know what it is, but I'm just living through it. Yeah, so she's just sounding weird. Yeah, so um, yeah, that's that's what's going on here. But I have some exciting news because I'm by building a house. Yes. That's why I was thinking the groundbreaking thing. Have you broke ground? Yeah. <gasps> that's exciting. Yep. Uh, like a week ago or so, we broke ground on our house and it's going to be up and moving in ready in July. Which as of when we're recording this is what? Uh, it's March. Four months away? Yeah. Four months. That's crazy, right? That's that's super weird. I'm super excited, though, because we've already talked about a room that we're going to dedicate to podcasting. Yes. (laughs) So I'm excited about that. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to go through, like, our whole living situation since we, like, graduated from college because I feel like that's just, like, the best way to go about it because I've experienced all three things, living at a parent's house, living in an apartment. Well, I haven't experienced living in a house yet on my own, but... I'm on my way there. Yeah. And then we can talk about Anne and her differences because she's a nerd. Yeah. And, you know, it might seem like kind of a boring topic, but like genuinely, this is like everyday common living, you know? And also, there is like a lot of new sort of trends that I feel like weren't the case even, you know, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Especially for millennials and how they live. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about it. I don't know. I think it's something different. And listeners, I hope you enjoy as well. Yeah, I feel like you'll get to know us a little bit more in this episode of like just a little bit of our backstory and who are we? Who is she? Who is she? What's her story? Yeah. So basically for me, after I finished college, I moved back to my parents' house for a couple months, but my parents live out in the middle of nowhere. So it was kind of annoying because I was like away from my friends, away from Alex, my boyfriend at the time, away from like my job, like anywhere I wanted to go was at least a 30 minute drive. So is that what pushed you to get your own place? Yes. I was like, I'm in the middle of nowhere, hanging out with some chickens with (laughs) poor internet. I was living like a nerd. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the thing though. Like that was something that pushed me out of my parents' house was our internet is terrible there. Not only that, this is going to sound really terrible, but another thing that pushed me out was like, I, you know... You're a, when you graduate college, there's, I feel like for a lot of people, unless you're really fortunate and you're able to like find a job like straight out of college or an internship and you like, you already know in a month, like I'm going to be here. Yeah. Like that wasn't for me. Like after college, I was like, well, 
what do I do now? So yeah, I was like you. I was with my parents for a few months. And in that time, what pushed me out was not only the terrible internet, because you know, nerd over here, I need to be watching my shows and playing my games. (laughs) But also like... I don't know why I was super lazy. Like my mom would ask me the simplest thing like, oh, can you like, you know, take out the, you know, clean the dishwasher, like take the dishes out or empty the dishwasher. That's the verb. Clean the dishwasher. I know. I couldn't think of one. Empty the dishwasher or hey, can you like vacuum? You know, she'd ask me the simplest things and I'd always be like, oh, mom. How dare you make me do things when I'm living in your house for free? I know. I was absolutely terrible. And that's also kind of pushed me to like, wow, like I should not be upset about this. Like my mom is asking me literally to do the simplest thing. Like, why is this upsetting me? And I was like, I need to leave. I just can't be around my parents like this. (laughs) So uh, yeah, that kind of pushed me out too. Um, And really, you know, just, oh, the other third thing, that one, okay, I would say in order of what pushed me out, number one, which I have not mentioned was, I wanted a cat really bad. And my parents were like, we are not getting a cat. If you want a cat, you have to move out on your own and get your own place and buy your own cat. (laughs) I was like, okay. So that was number one. Number two was the internet. And then number three was like, I just didn't want to do the chores that my parents asked me to. Oh my gosh. Instead, you wanted to pay rent so that you could do your own chores. chores. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But at your own will. Yeah, I know. It's Exactly. That was the thing. You know, I didn't want to be told to do it. I would do it, you know, like I would do the chores. It was just the telling of it that was yeah. like, I was like, Ugh, no, <laughs> I'm a terrible person. I'm so bad. Mother, I love you and you're very dear to me and you've done so much for my life and I appreciate everything. Wow. Yeah. Um. I think for me, it was just the being far away from everyone and the internet because I love cleaning. As you know, if you haven't heard our cleaning episode, go check it out. I literally sang the happy working song from Enchanted all about cleaning. But she's not going to do it now because, you know, sore throat. Yeah, no. (laughs) So, yeah, I moved out of there. I went into the city and got this crappy apartment because a thing that I don't like about, like, renting apartments is if you don't want to have, like, a parent co-sign, you have to have, like, a minimum amount of living experience in apartments. Like, a lot of times uh it's, like, two years if you want to live in an apartment that you actually would like to live in. Mm -hmm. So I had the experience, but Alex didn't. And so we had to live in this crappy apartment in, like, the basement. Well, not the basement, but, like, we had one window or two windows in Mm. our apartment. And, like, it flooded. It was not good. Mm. But I was out of my parents' house in the city. So that was cool. Got to live with Alex. Learned a little about him. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, I mean, I was like, I have to pay for my own groceries. Yeah. And electricity. Yeah. And water. Yeah. Yeah, that that really. Yeah. It's a harsh reality when you have to start paying for your own bills. Adulting at its finest. Mm -hmm. Because the apartments at school when I was in college, like you just paid rent and it was like super cheap because you were sharing it with like three or four other people Mm -hmm. no not that way when you're on your own and like you couldn't even i mean i didn't i didn't have very much extra money so i couldn't even decorate it like how i wanted it it was just whatever extra stuff that we had at our parents house we brought it to the apartment oh please my apartment is still like that (laughs) (laughs) hey i still have a couch that we got from Alex's mom's boyfriend's 
mom or so i don't even know where this couch came yeah, from yeah i have we a, have it i have a couch that was 20 dollars at a this is terrible but you know it has to happen uh there was a nursing home that was doing like a big sale <laughs> and that's where i got this couch. <laughs> so it's an old grandma couch with like flower print and hey it was 20 bucks and it's a pull-out bed and it's a really comfy couch and it was like brand new so i'm not complaining it was 20 bucks yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where you got to start out unless you have like a bunch of money just saved away that you can just spend on furniture and interior design. You kind of just got to put things together and hope for the best. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it's not only a nerd and a millennial thing, but people like mismatch these days. That's like an in thing. You know, if it's like antique and kind of yeah, mismatch. Yeah, like eclectic. Yeah, eclectic. That's the word. Yeah. So after that... I Well, luckily, I worked at Kohl's at the time, so I had, like, a discount, and they have a home section there, so I would get, like, mm. a few things here and there, but, yeah, and then Alex and I went on, like, a three-week vacation to Europe, so after our lease was over, we, like, just stopped, and then after we went on our vacation, we moved in with Alex's mom for, like, two years. I didn't even realize how long we were there. Yeah, you guys, because I met you like the month before you left for Europe. So I only ever knew your living situation when we first met was Alex's parents. Yeah. Or his mom's house. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize like I right before we recorded this episode, I looked. I was like, wow, we were there for two years. But I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it because like. Uh, yeah. Right when the pandemic started, we were like looking to move out but then the pandemic and we we're like well now we don't we should probably just stay here because we don't know what's gonna happen like with our jobs or anything right right but that was kind of nice because you could like I, we saved a bunch of money i paid off my student loans while i was living there so now i don't have any student loans and we were able to save for our wedding and now we saved for the house that we got but you're also living under somebody else's roof. Like for me, <laughs> it's not my parents. So like I'm not a super outgoing person <laughs> to just anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but to our listeners who never see Emily's face, why not? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> um, but no, it was really fun and nice. And like I got to know his whole family really well. So overall, would recommend. Like don't be afraid. I feel like a lot of millennials are living at their parents' house. Honestly, it's a big thing. Like, it used to be, you know, nerd in the closet kind of thing. Like, yeah, living in your parents' basement. But it's very common. And mostly because we kind of got screwed over when it comes to, like, you know, uh, minimum wage and the economy and where it's at and how expensive college is now. Yeah. Like, my parents were able to work full-time summer jobs and pay for half, if not all, of their college. Because that's just the way the world was last, yeah. you know. 30 years, 40 years ago. Well, not 30? I don't know. You know, a while ago. Yeah. But for millennials, we, like, minimum wage hasn't changed. The economy's not super great. And college is really expensive. And so we just, we're in debt. We go, you know, we start our jobs and we're just in debt, but we're not getting paid enough to, one, barely live. So, like, how are we supposed to get out of debt if we're barely getting paid enough to even pay rent in the first yeah. place? And also, like, there's so many newer apartments now that, like, they're really expensive. Yes. The, like, yes, the cost of living has gone up significantly. Yeah. yeah. So living at your parents is reasonable. Yeah. Do not feel ashamed. Like, no. go live there. Save that money. Yeah. And be nice to your parents if they ask you to do a simple choice. <laughs> and. I know. Don't be like me. Do not. That will not be my, my life lesson is to not do what I did. Be thankful. 
Yeah. Okay. So after I lived there for like two years, it was a little more into the pandemic and we're like, okay, I think we're okay. Like we can move out now. So Alex and I moved into an apartment about like a month or two before we got married. And it was like a newer apartment building. So it was like a way upgrade from our last apartment. We're like on the top floor. We got windows now. <laughs> we got so many windows. Like super nice. Yeah. And it's on the corner too. I love corner apartments. That might be my life lesson. I'm going to give a lot of life lessons in this episode. Ooh. Get an apartment that's on the corner because then you get windows on both walls. Yes. Super nice. Yeah, it is really nice. A little more expensive, but super nice. Mm. And also our apartment has like a pool and a pool table. Like what? amenities. <laughs> Um, so yeah, now we're here and Anne's at an apartment too. Yeah. I pretty much, after I moved out of my parents, I've only ever apartment lived. Um, I definitely can't afford a house right now. I would like to be able to have a house, but, um, yeah, the first apartment I was in was a studio, which wasn't bad, but it just, uh, it just wasn't in a good, it was kind of like you were saying, it was like cheap. I was in the basement. It never flooded, but I had a serious ant problem. <laughs> yeah. And I told them about it and they were like, oh yeah, we'll send people. We'll get it fixed. They never got it fixed. And like the carpet was not attached. Like it was like, I could just peel it right off. It was like a rug. It was <laughs> disgusting. And that's why I had an ant problem, I think. Cause like the ants, like that you would just watch them crawl under the carpet. Like you just watch them crawl out from there. Ew, and it was uh... like, yeah, it was really gross. So that wasn't great. Um, and yeah, I've been to in a few apartments now. Um, and really, it's not that bad. I don't mind it. I don't mind apartment living. I'll probably in, be in an apartment for a while. Yeah, it's it's fine. There's not a whole lot. I bet a lot of our listeners probably also live in apartments, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, it's, it's become super common. It's weird. The one weird thing is when I was a kid, I mean, I grew up in a house. I was really fortunate in that. And so, like, I always found apartment living so weird. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. who lives in apartments? Like, that's weird. But now I'm like, oh, everybody lives in an apartment and it's not weird at all. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a new thing as a kid. Yeah. I feel like I didn't know what apartments were until I got to college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I knew of them. Yeah. But I like, was I like, knew that there were these buildings that people lived in separately and they, I don't know, it was like this weird thing, but like, yeah. I didn't actually really know anybody who lived in them until exactly. I got to college. Exactly. And then I was yeah. like, I live in an apartment. Yeah. And I'm like, only single people live there, yeah. <laughs> which is not true, but yeah. But you know what the new, new thing is? This is such a millennial thing, I think. And it's, it's very unique, in my opinion. And I think it's kind of new. Maybe it's not, it seems new to me, but it's the whole like, Viridian homes idea, right? Where you like have a neighborhood that's completely laid out. Everything's very specific. You have like, what do they call them? Like neighborhood, like you have to meet certain guidelines. Yeah. It's like neighbor, there's a word for it. Yeah. There's like a neighborhood association or something. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember the right word, but yeah, basically there's like a neighborhood association and there's rules like your lawn can't get this long or you have to have this amount of trees in your backyard that follow these guidelines or you can't park this kind of stuff in your driveway, which which some of that stuff is just ridiculous. Like, um, excuse (laughs) me, I'm paying for this house. This is my property. So you cannot tell me if I can park a camper in my driveway or not. Yeah. Yeah. And they're these, and it's all for the look of the neighborhood. Like they yeah. want the neighborhood to look yeah. really nice. Like you can't have 
the same color house as your neighbor. It needs to be seven houses difference or like whatever there's just so many rules yeah and it's crazy and yet they also have these basically like templated houses that are nice they're nice but they're like they're they literally have like five styles and they're like you pick and then we build it in like four months and it's just like well what yeah yeah so that's what i am doing so alex and i are going through a builder our builder is viridian homes um and They basically, you just pick a floor plan and then you get to pick everything that goes inside it. Like you get to pick how tall your cabinets are, what color they are, what color the floor is, if you have carpet, what carpet, and where is the carpet going, like your lighting, like you literally pick everything. Yeah, I don't know who came up with this ingenious idea, but I do think it's genius because you're getting a customized feel. But like I said, it's still like templated. So yeah. they can put it up really quickly. They can, they know all of these like options. Yeah. Like it's all laid out for you. But for you, it's a custom build. Yeah. Like it's super easy because they already have all of the partnerships with like the window people, the builders, the electricians, like everybody they already have. So you don't really have to do anything except for meet with the interior designer and the builder and like your main project manager person just to like make sure that. They have everything that they need and then they just do all the rest of the work. So it's actually like super nice and like super easy. And I know a few people actually who have been doing this. Like it's become a very common thing. I know. Like a lot of times you think that it's like people in their 30s or like who have already established a family who are building these houses. But no, like my friends, like I have three friends that I know. Who are, are building. your age. Yeah. yeah. Who are building. And I'm like, dang, every like every person I talk to, I feel like it's like, oh, yeah, I'm building a Viridian home. And I'm like, what? what? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's become a very common thing, um, which, again, like I said, it's I think it's a newer idea. But whoever came up with it was it's really smart because um, even my aunt and uncle, who are a little bit older, like they and I don't you know, I don't know. There's probably a a word for like this type all i know is like viridian but i'm assuming that's the specific company yeah yeah but yeah they did something very similar where there's like a neighborhood association they have like they have very specific rules that they had to follow um and their house could only be so tall because they wanted to preserve like the view like all of these rules but yeah it was but it's still they're nice homes and they're very customizable um Mm -hmm. so Yeah. And that's, I think, ultimately what people want. Like when you're building a home, you want to be able to like choose those things. And so to have an option where you're like getting to do that is really exciting because otherwise most people are just buying a home. They're not necessarily building one like, you know. Yeah. That was something that we looked into is just like buying a home that's already built. But like a lot of the times what we saw was like there wasn't very much selection. And when there was any that were for sale, like they're really old and you would need to make renovations to them. Mm -hmm. So like the cost was still around the same price as like a house that you would build. But then you would also have to put on top all the renovation prices. Right. So we're like, why not just build a house from scratch that's completely ours yeah, then and we like, get to it's make a brand the new home. Yeah. yeah, and you get to make all the choices. The only bad thing about the Viridian or like the home building process is like a lot of times, like you might go into it thinking that like whatever you want, like 
your cabinet, whatever cabinet color you want will be included. And like the hardware on the cabinets will be included. It's not included. <laughs> like you want uh, taller cabinets? Nope. That's an upgrade of like $2,000. You want hardware on your cabinets? Oh, that's $15 per lever or whatever. Wow. You want whatever it's probably gonna cost you more like you get the basic stuff but then you can also upgrade and a lot of times you're gonna want to do the upgrade so right but the upgrade's much more expensive yeah Yeah. so it's kind of like what do you want to do now that makes sense to like like structural things you want to do now but then like like we're not doing a backsplash in our kitchen because it just costs a lot and we can probably do it ourselves and like our kitchen counters we're just doing laminate because we might upgrade in the future yeah because it's just a lot right now and like we don't want to add like thousands of dollars onto our mortgage because that's a lot in interest yeah yeah there's a lot that like i had no idea about like that you learn all this like interest rates and then pmi i don't even remember if that's a word or i don't know there's just so much that i learned i'm like huh what yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, PMI is a type of loan, I'm pretty sure. It's like your yeah. first home, like home, if it's your first home you're ever buying, you can get certain loans, I think PMI or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's something where like once you, like if you don't put 20% down, once you pay, pay interest until you get to the 20% is like PMI, I don't know. Yeah, There's just ultimately- all this stuff that you have to learn when you go into this process. And ultimately, it all just leads to my, what, third or fourth life lesson. You know, just stay at home with your parents. It's easier. <laughs> Way cheaper, easier. Uh, you know, just be thankful. And yeah, I guess that's... Yeah, stay at home, one, save money. Like, yeah, a lot of people I find that like who stay at home too are like, oh, I don't have any rent to pay. I don't have any like stuff to pay. So I'm going to spend it all on like clothes or games or going out with my friends and doing all this stuff like you have to think about what you want in your future too that's my life lesson yeah it's like if you do live at home think about like what you can do with the money that you're saving Hmm. yes wise yeah and you know what nerds you don't have to you know i know that seems like a typical nerd thing is to be living with your parents but it's a millennial thing yeah so it be is. empowered by that. Also be empowered. If you want to get your own place, that's okay. You know what the nice thing about being a nerd and having your own place is? Is you can decorate it with all the awesome nerd stuff that you have. Yeah, there is so much. Like, I never realized how much, like, stuff nerds have. Like, yeah. if you go, like, nerds at Anne's house, mm-hmm. like, she's got a bookshelf and she's got, like, more, like, I don't even know what they're called. Just, like, little things. Knickknacks. Yeah, knickknacks. Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> That's probably no. not true, but there's just so many little knickknacks that I think are so cool. That's yeah. why I feel like buying gifts for nerds is kind of like more fun because there's yes. so many knickknacks and like little yes. opportunities that you can yes. get for nerds. And you know they're going to love it. That's the yeah. other thing. They're so shopping for nerds is the easiest thing. Like literally you could get me a pair of $10 D&D dice and I'd be like, "Oh, thank you." Like it would I would love that. You know like we're so easy. We're yeah. so easy to shop Whereas for. millennials, you're like, do they like this scent? Yeah. Do they already have this? Or like, yeah, or like, I don't know. Do they like this style? Is this going to match what they already have? Yeah. 
<laughs> so nerds hard. don't care about that. We're just <laughs> we want the cool nerd thing, and we don't care if it matches anything. I am so excited, guys! Someday I'm going to build a D and D room. I'm, eventually, I would like to have a house someday, and when I do, I'm going to make a game room. It'll be for like all games, but it's going to be D and D themed. So excited! I think it'll be cool. I'm already trying to like. Sp- like stock up on like things that I can put in it. Like I bought Emily and I actually were together. We were uh, goodwill shopping and I found this like chest for what it was like eight bucks. And it was just this cute little chest. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this would look perfect on a bookshelf in my D and D room. Wait, <laughs> or, did you buy it? Yeah, I did. Oh, I totally I forgot it. about it. Yeah. I put, I actually, it's what holds a bunch of my D and D stuff. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like my extra dice and my cards. And yeah, there's a lot that I have. Um, and my grandma, is amazing and she is like she for her whole life she's been an antiquer and she's got just she's got a a country house and a townhouse that is all just filled she used to have school buses filled with just like junk because that's what she would like antique and like find curbside and that's her whole life she's been doing that and she's got the coolest stuff and every time I go to her house I'm like ooh, like that's super cool I might take that you know like I uh I'm just so excited to like and every time we go there, she's always telling us to take stuff because she's like, I got to get rid of all this. So like, yeah. she'll always just like, let us take stuff. And so I'm like, half of my room will be stuff for my grandma because <laughs> she's just got awesome stuff. She's super cool. Yeah. So listeners, no matter what your living situation, know that it's okay. You know, if you're at your parents, if you're in a bad apartment, if you're in a really nice apartment that maybe is too expensive and you need to move again, if you're in a house, if you're, you know, it doesn't matter. It's if you're living with, you know, three other roommates to just make sure you can pay for the rent, you know, it's all okay. And it doesn't mean that you're going to stay that way. You know, maybe you'll have an opportunity to do something different and unique or I don't know, but it's all fine. Yes. It doesn't matter if you're a nerd or millennial. Everybody has different living situations. Yeah. And I think the overall message here is just live at your parents' house yes. as long as you can. <laughs> Save money. <laughs> We apologize, parents. <laughs> for, I'm sh- I don't know how parents feel about, you know, this, uh, about all of their kids living with them, but I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Some parents Hopefully. are like, oh, I love you. Stay here forever. And, and some, some are, are like, like when out. are you getting out? <laughs> I, I was only supposed to have you for 18 years. <laughs> I wasn't planning for your entire life. But Emily, what is, I know we've given a few life lessons, but. What is your ultimate final life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners? Hmm. Um, I think my ultimate life lesson is to not feel, don't feel pressured by like what your friends are doing. Like if they're buying a house or if they're living in a really nice apartment, like don't feel pressured by what other people around you are doing because you have a different situation than everybody else so just do what's best for you and don't worry about what anybody else is doing or thinking i agree wholeheartedly what about you Anne? i would also say you know we didn't really touch on it but who's that woman that you know talks about joy and like finding joy in everything that you own and minimalism and what marie kondo yeah maybe yeah you know I, I get that because I do think it's important to not like clutter your life with things you don't need. So that would be my life lesson. Like don't necessarily over clutter your life with things you don't need. But also if there's some nerd thing out there or maybe some certain millennial style or if there's something out there that genuinely gives you joy, it's okay to have it. You know, sometimes like we don't necessarily want to like splurge on ourselves, but 
as long as you are being responsible, it's okay to have those things. Yes. And go to the thrift store and see if it's there first. Yes. Start. Oh, thrift store shopping. Yeah. That's my ultimate life lesson. Go to the thrift store and rummage sale first because you'll find really unique, cool things and it's going to be way cheaper. And it's more fun. Yeah. Even if you're a millennial and you want like that thing that matches, mismatches in. So just run with it. So mismatch. Yeah. DIY. What did you say? DIY. No. It's a click, click, a cl- <laughs> eclectic. <laughs> it's a click, click. It's eclectic. <laughs> it's electric. It's electric.